Thank you guys for listening to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast. This podcast is a beacon of lighthearted content for anyone at any stage of their spiritual ascension. If you appreciate this podcast, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform that you listen. Hello? Is, is anyone there? Somebody, help me, please. Okay, this is actually not so bad. Hey, what's happening? What's going on, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Great Effing Spiritual Awakening Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all joining me so much. Thank you so much. My name is Brandon Anderson, and it's been a great week, man. Uh, But like I said, I appreciate you being here and holding your focus. If you guys appreciate this content, Please feel free to subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, feel free to share it with your family, your friends, your dogs, your cats, whoever you feel may need this content. Um, there may be people that need to be exposed to this content. So by you sharing it, it definitely helps them be a little more mindful. So I just appreciate you guys so much. Um, but like I said, great week, really good week. Uh, man, I just, I'm so appreciative the theme of this week has really been gratitude for me i'm super grateful for my wife i don't know man i i think i'm sure some of you have that person in your life that just man they really really hold you down and she's just so great she loves me she compromises with me she's considerate of my feelings and i'm so grateful for that and i'm so appreciative for that uh my son he's growing up He's becoming a lot more mature. I'm just starting to really recognize that and how I have to change the way that I communicate with him. And, you know, we we relate on a lot more things. And, you know, I also want to I also want to give a shout out to someone who really helped me out this week. Um, Her name is Kim. And so let me just set you guys up with a story. So from time to time, I do. Uh, Instacart. If you don't know what Instacart is, it's basically a, an app, and I'll drive and pick up someone's groceries and deliver them to them, and it just brings in some extra income, which is always great, <laughs> especially nowadays. So I had an order. Um, it was out in Brooksville, and didn't take very long to to get everything. So I ended up going out to this order, and in Brooksville, Florida, there's a lot of rural areas, and I turned down this dirt road. And eventually it kind of turns into this really sugar, sugary soft sand. And I drive a Ford Transit Connect. So it's a, a very a small minivan, front wheel drive. So it's super heavy at front. So I get over the crest of this road. And then that's when I realize it's super soft. And by that time, <laughs> like, I'm like, I just got to keep going. So I keep going down this road about maybe a, a less than a quarter mile. And I get to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to get out. And I try to go on the side of the road and drive off and get out. And eventually it got to the point where the front wheels just didn't spin. So I was sitting sideways out there on, in this middle of this small this small dirt road. Single lane dirt road. And, well, sandy road. <laughs> and so, um, 
anyway, it was a little bit of a bummer. Um, I called my insurance company and they dispatched someone to come out to winch me out and get me going. So they were on the way. And then I get a call from the driver who says that, you know, he couldn't find me. I guess he was at the wrong inter- wrong place, which I did send out a pin from my phone. So I don't know how he got lost, but that's besides the point. doesn't matter. It is what it is. He couldn't find me, so they had to redispatch someone else out. He couldn't come from wherever he was to come get me, which was not far away. So they had to send someone else out. So I waited about another hour and 15 minutes. Um, so by that time, it was about two two hours, 15 minutes that I waited since I got stuck. And um, in that time, I'm talking to the, the person who I'm delivering to. And I'm like, hey, you just got to bear with me, okay? But they were super cool. Um, so the guy, second guy comes out finally. And that guy says that he can't get the tow truck close enough to me to winch me out. I'm about 150 feet off of the main road that's hard packed. And I guess he felt like he was going to get stuck, which I didn't understand. But, you know, it's not my tow truck. So that was that. He had to leave. He couldn't get me pulled out. And there was a, a Geico actually dispatch called me back. And they told me that they couldn't, they didn't have anyone who was covered under their services that could get me pulled out of this uh this sandy road and it, i i'll be honest man i'll post a picture for you guys i really wasn't stuck i really wasn't stuck that bad so i didn't understand um but i was out there digging i was out there doing whatever i could to get my van out sticking sticks under the tires to put it in reverse and nothing was happening i couldn't get any traction nothing was going on um in between the first and the second dispatch that they sent out a young lady named kim drove up in her jeep renegade and she was like oh i see you got stuck here it happens all the time and she you could tell she was super bummed for me and it was nice to have someone that that wanted to try to help she went home and she lived not far away she came went home and brought me back a shovel and a water and i was so grateful for that water like i was starting to get to the point where I hadn't hydrated. I worked out that morning and then I started delivering and it'd been a few hours and I just realized sitting, walking in the sun, sitting there for two hours, I was like, I'm pretty thirsty. <laughs> and so she brought me some water and I was so grateful for that and the shovel and started trying to dig out and it really wasn't helping. Uh, I mean, it did help, you know, get the help to get the tire kind of more flat so it could roll better, but my wheels were still spinning. And she had the idea of using a chain. She had a chain at her house. So she, this lady, I don't know this lady. I just, I want you guys to understand how, you know, we all have our experiences in life and how they shape and mold us and how we think. So for me growing up in the inner city, I ain't asked nobody for shit. I didn't, I kept my blinders on, stay focused. And, you know, you don't snitch on nobody. You don't do anything. You don't help nobody. So Anytime someone helps me, you know, and I do my best to help people when I see that they need it. But anytime someone else helps me is, God, dude, I'm so appreciative for that. So she she goes home and I think she was dressed in business attire when she first came in. So, like, I was thinking to myself, like, man, you know, I don't want to inconvenience her. if She's doing anything, you know, got something going on. So she goes home and she grabs a chain, uh, 
you know, and another bottle of water for me. And it was cold too. It was, it was a cold bottle of water and that like, God, y'all don't know, man, that meant so much in that moment. Um, but she came back, brought a chain. She takes her Jeep Renegade, not her big tow truck, but she takes her Jeep Renegade backs up. I think it was a Renegade and she backs up on the edge of the road. She's got four wheel drive in this thing. We hook the chain up to my frame and then the back of her frame. And as she starts taking off, I'm hit reverse and she pulls me right out right out and i don't remember if i said it but i i geico when i called them back to see what they could do you know they they had nobody that they could send out to help me and so it started to get to a point in the day where it was later and i had no one else like my friends that i could call that would be able to help me in that situation um so it was just it, it started to get to a point where i was like kind of losing hope you know <laughs> but I really learned a lot in that moment. I learned to just surrender. I just, everything was fine. My wife came eventually. She came out to join me with Brayden just to be there. You know, you don't want to see that your mate's going through something. <laughs> just leave them out there to dry. I told her she didn't have to come, but she, you know, she's going to come support me <laughs> anyway, even though she can't get me out. So it was just a really good moment. Cam, I'm so grateful for you. I just, I want, I, there's there needs to be more people out there like this. There needs to be more intention to give, intention to help, intention to just kind of spread love and and I just, that's why I wanted to share that story because it really got to a point where I thought that I was going to have to just leave my van there overnight. Um in this back country dirt road that I you know I don't know like I don't know somebody could just bash the windows out or whatever, but it it really just meant a lot that she took the time out of her day to come help me. And Kim, like, you're appreciated. You're great. You're you're doing the things in the world that I try to do and what other people do as well, what should want to do. And I'm just so grateful for that. It, it just, like I was saying, it just taught me to shift my focus in that moment. And that's something that a spiritual awakening has, has helped me be more mindful of where my focus is in every moment. And in that moment, when you just kind of see no hope and you're like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm calling people. Nothing's materializing the way I want it to. When you're in those moments, that's when you have to be mindful and say, I'm OK. I really am like, I'm OK. I'm really fine. Like nothing's going to hurt me right now. Like I'm good. My family's good. My wife came and my son like, so what if my van had to get stuck there for that night? And then that's when, you know, Kim was offering her help. And, you know, that's what that taught me to just to step back and just always be observe what's going on in your situation. So thank you so much, Kim. Uh, again, man, you're appreciated. You are appreciated. But but before my van got stuck, right, about a few days prior, two or three days prior, I was listening to a podcast. And this podcast had a couple of quotes in it. And this is what I really want to talk about and share with you guys is is uh, these quotes that just kind of resonated with me and just created a little inspiration inside me. Jim Rohn, he is a, an author, a, a, a businessman, a motivational speaker. He had a couple quotes on this podcast that really just, I don't know, kind of resonated with me in the moment that I am in my life right now. And the first quote says, 
Learn to work harder on yourself than you do your job. If you work hard on your job, you'll make a living. If you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. Going through an experience like a spiritual awakening or you know, an existential crisis or being saved, whatever you want to call that experience, it gives you really no choice but to kind of look at your life and, and how you're living and, and just really immerse yourself in what you're doing you know, and your intentions. And a lot of times we bust our ass at these jobs because we want that external validation and recognition. We want the employers to, to recognize us and notice us and we want money. We want that money. That's that validation that we need. But we don't, it's like a lot of times we don't go to jobs just to be better. We don't go to jobs with the intentions of being better, being more efficient at our jobs, you know, and really trying to improve our skills. I remember hearing Snoop Dogg say one day in an interview, you just got to be the best that you can at whatever you're doing. Give it your best effort. And that's when the the other things come, you know, but you have to be putting your focus on being better. You know, to me, that's what working harder on yourself at a job that's what that means is you know when you're at work you're finding ways to be more efficient you're being mindful of your social interactions and you're just being grateful and you're being present but our time on this earth is honestly it's just for each of us to experience as we please however we want that's what this time here is for us to experience how we want and for me that means having the most mindful the most joyous the most balanced experience that I can and to do that you got to work on yourself right you got to work on yourself more than you work on being great at a job and you got to work on those things you do you have to work on those things you do and we all have them you know those things that block us from from the life we want Abraham Hicks always talks about that thing you do Um, mine is beating myself up mine is also my issues with self-worth you know some might have anger issues at inopportune moments um jealousy issues in relationships you know or you might just be messy you might just get in everybody's business like that might be that thing you do that that blocks you from having relationships that you want when it comes to to working on yourself I think in general for me that means is making it a priority over whatever situation you're in whether it's a job whether it's your family whatever you're dealing with, make sure you appreciate yourself and love, like really learn to start loving who you are. Because if you don't, there's no job, there's no position, there's no amount of recognition that is going to make you feel worthy and make you feel valued about your life and what you're doing in your life. And you have to put that focus on just being better, just being the best person that you can be in any moment. And that kind of leads into the second quote by the same gentleman, Jim Rohn. And this quote is, success is not to be pursued. It is to be attracted by the person that you become. Abraham Hicks, again, constantly talks about your vortex and aligning with it in order to experience our lives the way we see fit. So when you are who you want to be, that's what you're going to bring. That's the success you're going to bring into your life. The emotional energy that we put towards a thought will manifest itself 
in this reality. Like it's <laughs> it's so simple. I mean, it's so such a difficult concept to grasp, but it's so simple. You know, when those thoughts are negative about yourself, when you have those shitty thoughts, you're going to attract what you're feeling. You're going to attract that. Um, it's it's going to reflect whatever you think success is in your physical world. Whatever your thoughts are, that's the success you're going to attract. I'll kind of give you an idea. When I was younger, I feel that I was a lot more naive to how we create our lives and use energy and intention to, to do the things that we want. You know, and, and I was naive and nobody ever told me that I couldn't do anything. And, you know, I I was just focused on this one thing and being a technician in motocross and I followed these breadcrumbs and put one foot in front of the other and I got to my version of success. I was at the top level in my sport and I did it for a sustained amount of time and I chose that. And then I started to then I, I left the sport. I experienced some have some life experiences and I experienced some contrast in life and some contrast that I like, some that I didn't, you know, and obviously it's my life. So most likely I've, I've kind of exposed myself to some of those actions and some of those, that contrast that I didn't like. And that created some guilt inside of me or some frustration at times through these last four years since I've left, you know, my career and, and going through life, holding on to guilt for me, it opens up other wounds and other things that I don't like about my past actions. And then, you know, I kind of feel shit about myself and there's a snowball effect, you know, and then I feel crap about the conditions that I exist in and, you know, my life, which is amazing. But where's the success in that feeling? Where's the success in guilt and self-doubt? It doesn't feel like success to me. Now, remember, that quote was success is not to be pursued it is to be attracted by the person you become so besides the guilt you know i had no sense of value and you know especially i had no sense of value especially once i left my career and i spent years chasing down a dream from when i was about 13 12 or 13 chasing this dream down but not really getting to to know and to appreciate myself and that's what I spent the last four years really trying to do is to be the person I love and to do things that are going to bring joy into the world and to take actions that make me feel like the person that I want to be. That's the real success for me, honestly, is finding love for yourself, love for your life as often as you possibly can, no matter what conditions you're in, no matter what situation you're experiencing is to be able to love yourself and love your life and have that zeal that zest to be able to to want to make yourself feel as good as possible in any situation and that's just what I want for everybody man I just want everyone to feel the best that they can you know and and sometimes you know we need more people like like Kim you know we need more people that want to help lift other people's energy and and that's all I want, you know, that's really all I want. But before I leave you guys, I seriously, seriously want you to think about the person you want to be. Okay, think about where, when you see like your optimal self, think about what that looks like. You can sit down 
in your bed, you can lay down, you can close your eyes and meditate and just visualize what this person looks like. If you want to be a teacher, if you want to be a better father, a better listener, a preacher, if you want to be a doctor, I don't know, whatever it is that you feel like you want to, that the person you want to be, whatever that looks like, just take a moment to to just do that. Just think about that. Think about what your characteristics are. Think about the actions you're taking. Think about what you're wearing. You know, think about even mentally, you know, what what mental space does this person have that, you know, you want to be? And then write those things down. Write those things down. It doesn't matter how many or what it looks like. I usually try to keep mine around five, five things that I can really, you know, put my focus on. It's just easier for me. Um, but write those things down and every day look at them and choose something. Choose one of those things to be mindful of, um, to, sh- to show gratitude when it happens. When you start seeing those mannerisms and those actions and those things occur. For me, freedom is the dominant focus in my life. I want to feel free. I don't like clocking in for somebody else, working for somebody else. As much as I love helping people, my dominant focus is to be have a free, as free life as possible so I can make any decisions that I want at any time when anything comes up. And I don't have to ask for permission. And that's something that I've always battled with my entire life. But that is the dominant focus in my life. And for instance, today, my wife, or well, by the time you guys get that, it'll be yesterday. Uh, my wife wasn't feeling well, and she left work early. And I'm now in a position where I have the freedom to to be with her. So, you know, so now now she's asleep, you know, she's not feeling good. But But I get to be with her, and now I get to create this episode and talk to you guys and that's why I want freedom so much. And I'm so grateful and I feel that and I'm I'm appreciative of that. And that's what you have to feel. Those moments when you're, you're trying to become someone else and you're trying to, to live a different way. When you have those moments that that give you peaks of that life that you want to live, just hold on to that and be grateful for that. So yeah, let's start doing that. Let's start being the people we want to be. And it just starts by writing down and taking note of what we want to be and what we want to do and the actions that we need to start taking uh, to move towards that person. So guys, y'all know, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you holding your focus. I appreciate, man, it just means a lot. It really means a lot that you all listen. And I'm just grateful. Again, if you appreciate this content, just share it, share it with your family and your friends. If not, the listen is still appreciated. So thank you guys so much. Y'all are awesome. Keep fucking going, man. Keep trying. Keep pushing. Put one foot in front of the other. If you're stuck in a dense state right now, a mental state, and you're frustrated, just do one thing that's going to make you feel better. Even if you don't feel better, distract yourself. Go outside. Take off your shoes. Step in the grass. Ground yourself. If you can swim in the water, go swim somewhere. Go do something that's going to just shift that focus a little bit in your life. And just keep pushing. All right, keep pushing. So I appreciate you guys listening. I thank you so much for showing up, for being here. And I'll see y'all next week.